Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Baer's Moving Markets podcast. It's Friday, the 23rd of February, and my name is Lucia Chachulovic. On today's show, I'll be talking about the latest market news with Jan Bob, and then I'll be speaking to Luca Menozzi from Next Generation Research about automation and robotics. But first up is Jan. Good morning, Jan. Good morning, Lucia. So after a slow start to the week with equity markets losing some of their positive momentum, markets continued their rally yesterday. Can you tell us a little bit more about what was moving markets yesterday, Jan? Uh, of course, and, and you're right, Lucia. Um, the market was slow, almost anemic until Wednesday or before NVIDIA released its earnings result, to be more precise. Uh, the company really had everyone on the edge of their seats amid concerns that it faced an impossibly high bar to beat. And I mean, we already talked about it in, in yesterday's podcast. They again managed to beat it substantially. And that was really the starting signal, Lucia, not just for NVIDIA, uh, which added a staggering 277 billion on market capitalization yesterday alone, but for the entire global stock market, markets felt free to power ahead and continued their rally. Uh, major indices rebounded quite impressively from Wednesday's lows. Okay, and I guess this was mostly driven by the tech sector then. Uh, you guessed right, Lucia. Uh, the sector really drove the global rally. Uh, in the US, the Nasdaq had its best day in a year, ending the day 3% higher, uh, while the S&P 500 regained the 5,000 points mark up 2.1%. Uh, by the way, 0.6 percentage points of this is due to NVIDIA alone. Yeah, that's impressive. But markets outside of the US also made news. The Japanese Nikkei 225 received a lot of attention yesterday, topping its prior record set 34 years ago. And European stocks also hit a new record high yesterday, didn't they, Jan? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Japan really is a success story this year and last um, and the future still looks bright for the region's equity market. Uh, policies are supportive and the earnings season is very strong. Uh, for, for Europe, I mean, we've already seen some regions in Europe reach new all-time highs in recent months. Take Germany, for example. Now, yesterday, also the stocks Europe 600, which is a broad European benchmark that represents companies from 17 countries, also hit new highs. Uh, it took the index just over two years to get there, uh, compared to Japan, a speedy recovery, I would say. Uh, but it's still an unloved market. Look at the valuations, Lucia. In Europe, you're paying 13.6 times forward earnings for a record high right now. Uh, that's even below the long-term average. A record high in Japan right now is worth about 60% more than that. Uh, having said that, European equities in general were up sharply yesterday uh, with the German and French equity markets outperforming up one and a half and 1.3 percent respectively both also hitting new all-time highs and this comes despite very weak PMIs I mean you mentioned Germany yesterday's figures were quite disappointing especially those for the country's manufacturing sector economists were expecting a slight improvement but instead the survey showed a deepening of the slowdown uh, you're right, Lucia. Um, the German manufacturing PMI came in at 42.3, uh, so deep in recessionary territory and went well below expectations, uh, pointing to further economic weakness ahead. So 
really after a glimmer of hope in recent months, uh, the German industry is feeling pretty bleak now. Okay, but it wasn't all bad news in Europe, was it? No, uh, it wasn't. So uh, French PMIs were a bit better compared to last month and the services sector in general has stabilized to some extent. Uh, for the eurozone as a whole, the composite PMI uh, increased to 48.9, which was stronger than expected and as said, mainly driven by the services sector that unexpectedly stopped uh, shrinking after six months of contraction. So there are signs of improvement Uh, with manufacturing remaining the weak spot. And also when you look globally, economic momentum in the UK, the US, Australia, but also India is, is gaining traction. All right, let's move on to today then. What should investors be looking out for? Uh, well, European shares are on track for a mute start following yesterday's record high close. Uh, in terms of economic data, The focus today is again on Germany with final fourth quarter GDP data, which tends to be get uh, which tends to get revised quite substantially anyway. Uh, and we'll get the IFO business climate and expectations data, which has been a, on a downward trend for quite some time now. Um, expectations here are for a slight improvement. Uh, so let's see what else the day brings. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone, and that's all from me this morning, Lucia. Great. Thank you very much, Jan, for this comprehensive overview. Now, Luca, welcome to the podcast and good morning to you. Good morning, Lucia. So you've recently upgraded your view on factory automation and robotics. Could you please walk us through the reasons behind this decision? Yes, you're right. Uh, we recently upgraded the automation and robotics team from neutral to constructive as we believe we are at the beginning of a new cycle for factory automation. So manufacturing activity is cyclical in nature. Uh, so periods of strong activity and high demand for industrial products and services are followed by downturns. Therefore, uh, it is key for investors to understand cyclical dynamics and invest at the bottom of the cycle when the manufacturing activity is depressed, but is about to reaccelerate. During these periods, companies' fundamentals improve and their stock price tend to outperform the rest of the market. Okay, and you said that we are at the beginning of a new cycle. What makes you think that? Sure. Um, a key leading indicator for the automation and robotics space is the Japan Machine Tool Orders Index that is released monthly and provides a timely picture of the orders placed with the Japanese manufacturers. So this index uh, is really important as it anticipates improvement in global industrial production. The positive news is that the Japan Machine Tool orders has finally trapped in the fourth quarter of 2023, as, and it is now showing signs of recovery with momentum, which is the second derivative that has finally turned positive. But the Machine uh, Tool Order Index is not the only leading indicator that is pointing to an improved outlook for manufacturing activities. Indeed, across the globe, uh, manufacturing PMI indicators are also bouncing back from their relative lows, thanks to improvements in the manufacturing environment and also pick up in orders. All right. And what about the structural drivers for the theme? We still like automation robotics from a structural point of view, and we continue to see strong demand from many end markets like automotive, electronics, and semiconductors. 
Furthermore, we believe that the reshoring initiatives that were triggered by uh, fiscal support, both in the US and in Europe, will provide uh, further support to demand for automation equipment. And let's not forget that robotics uh, are continuously applied in new applications across many sectors around the world. So overall, we see a really uh, supporting environment in the long term. Okay, and finally, what should we expect going forward then? We generally expect a recovery in fundamentals starting from second half of 2024 for factory automation and robotic companies, which is in line with the guidance provided by many management teams of these companies. Given that the market anticipates the changes in fundamentals, we believe the time to build exposure in the team is now, and we recommend investors to buy some thematic products or stocks which are exposed to the theme. Perfect. Thank you very much for being with us this morning, Luca. Thank you very much. So that is all for today. Thanks again to my guests and thank you all for tuning in. Please join us again on Monday when my colleague Bernadette Anderko will be back and talking to more of our colleagues about what is moving markets. Have a lovely weekend, everyone, and bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.